Hi, everyone. Welcome to Cannabis Tech Talks, your weekly source for news and insights at the intersection of cannabis and technology. Shout out to our title sponsor, PolyScience, for supporting this podcast. I'm Patricia Miller, Executive Editor with Cannabis and Tech Today. Joining me for this episode is Tim Pickett, founder of the GreenFrame app. So this platform allows retail customers to sort of explore cannabis products in three dimensions by scanning a QR code. Um, the visuals are also accompanied by tons of detailed information like cannabinoid profiles, terpene content, and even cultivation methods. So pretty immersive. Um, so let's dive in. Tim, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Patricia. Yeah, I hope that was a, a very quick synopsis, but accurate. I think you nailed it. You nailed it. Yeah, Good. absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Well, so before we dive into into this technology, which I think a lot of our retail listeners are going to be pretty stoked to hear about, tell me what kind of excited you about getting into um, a cannabis affiliated business. Um, personal experiences. Um, uh, to make a long story short, I had uh, one of my best friends uh, played in the NFL for for ten years, and I saw what uh, head trauma and concussions. Uh, we're, we're doing to him, and uh, with the addition of prescription medication that the coaches tend to uh, dole out pretty easily to players, I saw the effects that it was having on him, um, and it was terrifying. And to see um, he started he started using cannabis, and he made. Uh, like a rebound. It was almost like I got my best friend back. Um, and I got to see in front of me what cannabis did for somebody. Um, and he has said it many times, it saved his life. And I saw it in front of me with my own two eyes. And I had never been that involved in cannabis. And once I saw the medical benefit of it, I was obsessed. I wanted to learn everything I could about the plant, about the history about the biology of it. And so I kind of immersed myself in that world and then turned it into a passion, became a passion, and now it became my full-time business. And all because of uh, this experience, this personal experience I had with my best friend. I, I love asking that question first because I feel like no matter what someone's doing, if they're fortunate, it's something that they're they're passionate about. There's a a love yep. and a passion behind it, especially in this industry. So I appreciate right. you sharing that. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Of course. Do you have a, yeah, so that, mm -hmm. do you have a technology mm -hmm. background as well? Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I spent uh, 15 years in the music industry and then I went into the, the tech world um, a while, maybe another 15 years ago. And, uh, and I started uh, working with some startups uh, locally here in St. Louis. And um, then I moved into the the creative world, kind of the branding agency side of things. And I spent the last decade at a, at a branding agency here in St. Louis, uh, working with a lot of tech um, projects, uh, working with developers um, and uh, designers. And it, it really sparked my, um, uh, my interest in that field. And then when cannabis 
people start talking about cannabis maybe being on the ballot here in 2028 medicinally. And I thought, holy cow, this is, this is amazing. Like this, this might happen here in Missouri out of all the places. And so I just started cold calling people. Can I meet you for coffee? Anyone that had anything to do with the industry. I just wanted to learn as much as I could about it being so new and, um, started to meet people, started to just lock down mentors. And then I went to my agency and said, we should really look into this industry. And my goal was to create an agency within an agency that just dealt with the local cannabis companies that were starting here um, in 2018 when it passed. And, and that's what I did. And so I got to do a lot of packaging and web design, um, content creation, video um with a lot of the local startups here when it was it was it was an amazing experience being able to work with people and enjoy this industry from the ground up like a fresh industry here in missouri so that kind of uh i got my technology and canvas passions kind of got to meld together i love that it's really cool to hear because it sounds like everything kind of culminated for you to create green frame it did. It did. And, and the, um, you know, obviously 2018 happened past year medically. It was a big deal. Um, and then COVID happened and ruined a lot of things like it did with a lot of people's lives. And so that whole marketing aspect of it kind of took a hit and people weren't spending money. There wasn't a lot of people weren't doing a lot of marketing in cannabis. And I thought, okay, I went to a, a dispensary one day with my medical card, went in, talked to the bud tender and said, Hey, tell me about some of the new products you have coming out. Um, and he said, to be honest, man, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff coming out. There's a lot of information. Can't memorize it all. And I thought, hmm. that's a bummer. Um, and no offense to this poor guy. He's overwhelmed with either too much information or not enough information. And I left thinking, this is a really trying time here, especially in Missouri. You have these patients that might be going into a dispensary for the one and only time of their life to look for relief. Yeah. And if they're not getting that information or they're not having a good experience, you could lose them forever. And they might not be able to discover this plant and its benefits. So I thought there has got to be a way to get this information into the bud tender's hands, into the patient's hands. And so I came and just kind of noodled on it. And I thought, well, who, who had a better comeback during quarantine than the QR code? I mean, I, honestly, I mean, that, yeah. thing, that thing came back, came back to life. Uh, so I thought, okay, let's use that technology uh, because people became are really familiar with it. Totally. Menus and restaurants and stuff. So I thought, let's utilize that. It's not too advanced for the older crowd. The younger crowd gets it. Okay, let's utilize that. So let's let's have a QR code where you can scan inside a dispensary. And here in Missouri, um, as far as I understand, you're not supposed to have product on the floor. Um, so that makes it difficult for people to see to see what they're buying, to see what the product looks like. Hmm. And in a, in a new medical market, uh, people aren't really sure what's in that package. So I yeah. thought, okay, 
let's make a 3D version of this product that you can interact with and have it go to a product page through the QR code. You can interact with the product. There's a gallery where you can see close-ups for, uh, for the advanced users who want to see those you know, trichomes and everything. And then below that, we'll have all the information, very high level, top reported effects. Um, talk about terpenes, talk about cannabinoids. We talk to the grower. We get we get the grower involved and they talk about how it was cultivated, some of the interesting aspects of that strain. And then we get to talk below the product about the brand giving you that product, which is good. People want to know where they're putting their money these days. And I want to know what, what the brand is doing. Are they involved in eco-friendly packaging? Are they involved in social equity? Like, I want to know that stuff. They're getting my money. So this is where they get to highlight that. They get to highlight the product. They get to highlight the company behind the product. And I thought this would be a great way to make the bud tender's job easier. They can just scan it. It's web-based. It's not an app. You don't have to download it. Pulls up a web page and you get that information. Helps the bud tender relay that information to the patients and now consumers, customers. And then if the customers want to scan, they can do their own research while they're in there or in the waiting area uh, of the dispensary. Very long-winded, but that's that's how this journey came about. No, I think every point you hit was was important to touch on because this isn't necessarily something people are used to being able to ask questions about, uh, even if they were using right. it in the illicit market previously. You didn't get to ask right. the person you buying it from you know any background information and now you can really treat this sure. as um a commodity as a consumer packaged good where did this right. come from how is it manufactured what do i need to know about it right. there's a ton of diversity available and i think to give credit sure. to the craft growers they're doing very specific things to make these products special and and potent and right. well crafted well manufactured safe and so if you're not getting right. that information across to customers, the regulators might right. know that you're adhering to to the standards they've set out, but how are your customers appreciating the care and effort you're putting in? And I think that's going to serve to really differentiate right. brands as well. I I think so as well. Another another thing to look at is the intimidation factor. You know, when this was new here in Missouri, people don't know what to ask. They don't necessarily want to go in and share what they're going through or physical ailments they may have like this this is another way to kind of get that information themselves and then maybe having the confidence to ask you know the bud tender so that's another facet too that i wanted to you know make sure i gave that information that's digestible to somebody who's new new to the to the plant yeah, absolutely. Because I feel like it's it's an inter interesting dynamic in in the dispensaries. People walk in and you've got the, you know, maybe casual or recreational user who who doesn't need to go into any background about what they're looking to experience, but right. For people who are looking to use it medicinally, it's not like it's a private environment where you can pull a bud tender aside and say, <laughs> "Hey, can you give me some medical advice? I've right. got something going on." So you either have to sure. be very open with what's happening or you have to, like you said, keep sure. it, keep it to yourself and not have a resource to ask. So I, I can appreciate that use right. for it also. Right. Right. 
Yes. So, and then there's the other aspect is there's a fine line between medical claims as well. So you still have that involved in this whole, this whole equation is not, you can't say that it's going to do stuff for you, you know? So we have report, these are the, the information that we have in here about effects and all that kind of stuff. That's, that's information that, that we've gathered that people have reported on. This isn't, the company's not saying this will do that. These are users saying this is what this is what this is how it has helped me to avoid any sort of trouble, you know, with the FDA and that kind of stuff. Yeah, totally. And I think that's where the emerging research around terpenes is becoming more valuable. You're you're finding right. you know scientifically tested results from from just the terpenes and then now slowly starting to get more research around cannabinoids and and their effects but as you said it's still kind of largely anecdotal so you know being Mm -hmm. able to present that information i think in a digestible way where people can kind of say okay based on use cases this is sort of what people are experiencing it's helpful and missouri you said is a an environment where you can't see and, and experience the product. New Mexico, where I'm located, is um, more free range. You can show people products, they can smell it, they can experience it, but some places right. still choose not to do that. So I, I went into a dispensary right. recently and they they had all of their product prepackaged. You can't see or taste or s- smell any of it. And uh, you can't even really see it in, in the bags. And so I said, well, how am I supposed to make this decision and she said well i guess i could pull up on leafly if you want to you know know more about it (laughs) and so for me i was like man i'm not really gonna sit here while you pull up everyone you know slowly type it in and and do the thing but i think if there had been a qr code right there and i could have gone boop seen it you know three dimensions and and said oh okay this has got these terps that i like oh this is uh in the kush family okay like that I could have made yep. a quicker decision without holding up the line behind me, you know, right. asking this woman to exactly. help me Google something, you know, it, it's just a right. smoother process. It sounds like with the green frame. I, yes, I agree. And I, I, you know, down here in Missouri, you know, I've been in uh, dispensers where they have like a, um, almost like a trapper keeper, if you will, uh, full of the information. Okay. And again, it's not, it's not as easy. It's not as, uh, the, the experience isn't that great. There's always people, there's always a line, you know, there's, <clears throat> there's always a, oh, well, hold on. Let me uh, stop everything and go over and find this booklet. And that hopes that it has information that might be relevant or might, uh, you know, be updated, maybe not. Um, and so this is fresh on the spot you know, right there, information right in your hand. And that's, I was trying to make it as easy as possible for the bud tender and for the, the customer. And that's cool. Are there, are there other companies mm-hmm. that are offering similar services? You know, to be honest, I haven't seen it. Uh, I'm not reinventing the wheel by any means. This type of technology is in a ton of other industries I just hadn't personally seen it in cannabis. Um, so like um, MJ biz, like 2021 is when I started coming up with the idea. And I, I walked, I walked the floor going, well, somebody has got to have this for sure. 
and I didn't see it. And I thought, okay, well, why don't I just do it? <laughs> you know, those stories of, oh, I wish I would have done it, you know? And I didn't want to be that guy going, oh, I should have done it. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and so I thought, you know what? I'm just going to do it. And so while I was at my agency, I, I built, took 14 months to build this whole thing. And when I got to, the best part was I got to utilize, it was a full service agency. So I got to utilize all these big brains of the 3D technology and content and developers. And I got to integrate all this great technology and brainstorm. And then at the end of uh, 2022, went to my boss and said, hey, I think, I, I think this needs to stand on its own. And so we worked something out and I took it out on my own and jumped in head first, uh, 100% me. Uh, and because I knew I would just kick myself the rest of my life if I didn't do this. And I, I have the passion and the drive for it and the stories to support it. And I thought this is a perfect opportunity. It's terrifying and scary as hell, but I have to do it. And so I just dove in head first. And it's been a very interesting 2023. There's a lot of stuff that I had to learn. I've always come from the creative side and the fun marketing side. And then that was 90% of what I did. And now it's 5% of what I do because there's sales and there's meetings and informing people and education and accounting and legal. And so all of these different facets of running your own business kind of came into play. And so it has been, a have learned a ton this year and there's been highs and lows just like everything, but I, the fire has still been burning and that is the best part of it is that I don't I want to keep doing this. And I feel like it's a good, it's a good product. It's a great plant and it's helping to inform people. I've already converted my parents, which I never thought ever the day would happen mm-hmm. until I got the call. Hey, can you come over and can you just explain this? Could you explain this to us? It, my mom's literally taking notes. Taking notes. Okay, no. Okay, what is this again? You know, and I thought, okay, this, this is why I want to do this. This is to inform people, to, you know, show the light, to maybe, maybe help somebody, maybe ease somebody's pain, maybe help them with something. And and that's what's been driving me through this whole thing. Well, so what are some of the challenges to getting more people to adopt this? Because like right now, I know if a retailer were listening to this and they're like, I want to get this in my store today, do they have to work mm-hmm. with their cultivators, you know, to get those images? Mm-hmm. What's what's that process look like? Yeah, so so I do work strictly with the cultivators. So I work with the brands because my idea is that these brands if they want to highlight their products inside of a dispensary, then my relationship should be with them because then I can highlight their products. I can highlight the information about the brand and make their job and make the job of the bud tenders easier in the dispensary for those products of that brand that kind of dives in with me and partners with me to, to get this information out. So um, working with the cultivators is uh is the num- is the way I go with this for sure. And it's been a very fun uh, experience getting all that information. And all the information that is involved in these product pages are from the COAs 
and are directly from the uh, the cultivators. That's cool. So if um, mm-hmm. if a cultivator were interested in this, you know, for their region, uh, you know, for their state, mm-hmm. they would come to Green Frame and say, hey, I'm ready to start this process. And do they need specific mm-hmm. technology to get the images that you require or? Yeah. And that that's that's that has been Patricia. That has been the most challenging part right. is the difference of laws in states. Um, you know, so some products, vape pens, uh, gummies, even you can send without THC and we can scan those images. So we use a process called photogrammetry and basically we, we have a, you know, we place an image in our little studio that we built and we take 200 images of this, uh, of this product. And then we use this process called photogrammetry. We put it all together into one image. So basically, if you look at it this way, we're turning and turning it into virtual reality. You know, this, this is that plant, but a different form of it. So having, you know, we, for, for flower, for example, we have to have that physically in front of us. So that has been the toughest part is if a company you know, in Washington calls and says, we want to do this, figuring that aspect out. How do we do this? You know, do we, how do we expand into that market? Do we, we have a um, photographer up there that understands how we do that. So that's been our, our growing process, the, the, the small struggle, if you will, Mm -hmm. um, especially with, with flower is trying to legally find a way to uh, make that happen. Um, and it has to happen in person. So it means traveling or working on a different product line that they have. Yeah. That's, that's interesting to think to about. Get a hold of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thinking about that process. Um, and I guess maybe that's a good, good segue into what are you looking at for the future? What do you see down the line for green frame? Yeah. I mean, expansion um you know ideally what I, I you know i'm such a homeboy when it comes to st louis you know i i want these experiences and this technology coming from the midwest i i i love this city i love this state and i wanted to put i want to help put st louis on the map as a as a city you know outside of you know denver and la and las vegas I want St. Louis to be on the map for having good experiences, good technology, um, you know, good user interactions inside of a dispensary. I want that coming from, from here. And so what my whole um, idea is to really build this up from the Midwest and start to spread out that way. And uh, so far so good. And I've met a lot of great companies here. A lot of people believed in me partnered with me. And, um, so growing it out of Missouri has been my, my goal and it's, it's happening. We, we do have clients outside of Missouri, um, which is just unbelievable. Um, but that is the goal for expansion is just kind of like growing it within and outward. And where can our audience go to follow your progress and check out more about the app? Yeah, um, greenframeapp.com um, has all the information and contact information. Um, and then, you know, uh, we have 
Instagram, you know, I'm not, I'm not great at Instagram, Patricia. If you asked me to pull like to whip up a MySpace page, I could probably do it in two minutes. <laughs> um, but as far as this stuff, TikTok and uh, Snapchat and all that kind of stuff, I'm not great at it. I, 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 I'm, I'm getting there. But we do have a an active um, Instagram page where it's kind of highlights um, our products, our progress. What we do every month is we go and talk to, we highlight a bud tender. Uh, we have highlight a bud tender of the month every month. One that we've heard from people. This you got to go visit this person. They are amazing. So we go out, we highlight them, we take a, a picture of them, we talk to them about you know their favorite products, what they like about being a bud tender, and we we highlight those people in our in our social media. And it it's uh, it's a really good feeling, and it, it's it's fun to walk out of there with you know a bud tender that works hard, going, hey, I was recognized. You know, like that. I like that, and that it makes me feel good as well. So that's kind of what our um, social media platform is, as well as how we're doing, and then how the industry is doing. That's so cool. I love that idea. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Well, I think I I learned a lot. Um, I hope our our audience did too. I'm looking forward to seeing the progress, and I hope we'll start seeing Green Frame, you know, expand its reach because I think it's a valuable product. Yeah. So. Thank you. Absolutely. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to learn more about emerging cannabis technologies, be sure to like this podcast and subscribe to Cannabis Tech Talks. You can pick up the most recent issue of Cannabis and Tech Today on Barnes and Noble newsstands across the country or grab a copy for free on canatechtoday.com. This podcast is produced in part by Pretty Easy Podcasts. Visit prettyeasypodcast.com if you're looking for professional production quality at an affordable rate. Until next time, stay elevated. Hey, hello, I'm Tommy Chong. If you want something really nice in your laboratory, buy Durachill. I'm telling you, if you're not using this Durachill, you're not really in the pot business. You're just on the fringe of it. So if you really want to get serious, man, this is what you need. You need a Durachill in your life. You've got the technology here to have the cleanest, purest, healthiest product. I'm impressed. You want me to sell this? Buy it. Try Durachill or else. If your chiller's down, you ain't making money. And you heard it from me, Tommy Chong. Brought to you by PolyScience. This show was produced by Cannabis Tech Today and Pretty Easy Podcasts. Go to prettyeasypodcast.com now if you're looking to get professional production help on your own podcast at an affordable rate. Pretty Easy Podcasts, making podcasting pretty easy.